Nurses station. Hey everybody, welcome back to the tenth floor. It's me, Matt. Hi everybody, it's Cat. And you hear? Hey, you. hey, what, 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 what? What do you have to tell me on the I, elevator? I'm just, I'm just want to tell <clears throat> anybody that might be listening to us in the elevator. Can you hear us? Just let us know right away. <laughs> according just to my little, according to my little, my thing. Yes, <laughs> but you know what they can't do is see us, and now they can. And now they can. And now okay. they can. Oh, boom. Okay. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Hey, you know, what is it? Whatever. You know, what? like I say every single time we're on here, every single time we're on here, what do I say? I ain't a professional. I got too many buttons to push. Right. You say very <laughs> I mean, just, you know, I just, before we get to, before we hit the button for 10, I just want to make sure that everybody can hear us. It looks good so far. I think I think everybody can hear us. I think everybody can. Is anybody see us. in the chat? Um, anybody in there yet? Not yet, but that's all right. I'm about to I'm about to send out another link. Okay. And it's and it's gonna be fine. It's gonna it's gonna be fine. You know, we could talk it's about we fine. could talk about the elevator ride. You know how how nice it is, how how clean this elevator is, and how well the janitorial staff does here at General Hospital, keeping everything all nice. Elevator ride, you know how? You know? Well, you know, it's never the elevators inside the hospital that we have to be concerned about when it comes to cleanliness, never. <laughs> right. <laughs> I tell you what the elevator that you always have to be concerned about. And it doesn't matter where you're at. Oh? Doesn't matter how nice of a place it is. Doesn't matter. Hmm. Man, that elevator in the parking garage, Always is a stinky mess, right? It always is. I don't know what it is about the parking garage, but people are the nastiest down there. Hey, Wendy. Uh, Wendy already has a question. You're still going to have to talk about Peter each week, Matt. We don't want to have to give up that entertainment yet. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about, okay, so we all know Peter August is dead. Okay. Peter August has died. He has shuffled this mortal coil. His soul is now in hell. Um, I mean, it's it, right. I, I don't think he's ascended. I think he descended. Well, because he's you know, a I, I, and a liar. Yeah, you know, I, I do see, I do see, you remember at the end of Ghost with all the dark figures come and come yes. take that bowl with a piece of glass in them? Yes, I do. That's who came and got Peter, That's those dark shadows. Okay, all right, okay, okay. <laughs> Peter, you I hunger for your touch. Yeah, I think those dark shadows came and got him. <laughs> I think that's a great reference. That's a super great <laughs> reference. I love that. I absolutely love that. Hey, Keisha, welcome to the show. Um, Hi, so, Keisha. you know, but, but what's going to happen is, is, is Anna already feels this, okay? Anna already feels this, and so the rest of Port Charles is going to feel this. The ghost of Peter August isn't going anywhere. And although we might not have Peter on our screens anymore, that doesn't mean that he might not have an opinion or two about what's happening to his dear Maxie. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, you know, like, all, all tr honest truth, I am doing, I'm doing a podcast here. I'm trying to entertain my mind. I'm trying to entertain all you people out there in the internet world um, with, with, my, with my impressions and my fun opinions about General Hospital. Um, and it's, it's sad that I'm not going to be able to rely on the Peter voice anymore. Well, you know, you guys, he asked, Matthew actually said to me earlier, not today, but in our earlier conversation, that the bad thing about Peter uh, being dead is he's going to lose his favorite voice that he gets to do. And I said, oh, no, we can do a reference to him anytime you want to. You don't have to put that, that voice to bed. You don't have to. I'll just continue to bring it out whenever I 
Hey, Irma, welcome back to the show. We got some regulars in this chat now, you know? Like, we got people oh, joining us every it. single week, and I absolutely love seeing y'all. I do, too. So, you know, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. I guess we can sort of talk about the show. I guess, we should, you know, let's let's just continue to lean into Peter, okay? Let's continue to talk okay. about Peter. Peter August has passed away. Heinrich Faison is no more because he got walloped in the head by one Felicia. Felicia Jones? Felicia Scorpio, I guess. Ah, currently her name is Felicia Scorpio. If she took her husband's name, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey. Oh, hey. Why, why would you want to keep why would you want to keep Jones, right? I don't know. Matt, Maxie yeah, Jones, Georgie Jones, either. just keep the Jones name. I don't know. Maybe Jones is better than Scorpio. Maybe you don't want to be named after a natural astrological sign. Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember what her maiden name was. Uh, I don't know. Felicia, Maybe. Felicia Spencer, Felicia, um, Felicia Ooh. Watkins, Felicia. She's from Texas, right? She's uh, Felicia Baines. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I bet somebody in chat might know. Hey. People, yeah, <laughs> let us know what Felicia's maiden name was. What if was we even know, maybe she. First name. What was her name when she came on the show? Maybe she just showed up as Felicia, just Felicia one one name. I don't know. I wasn't around All at the time. All I know, all I know, is why she sat on the show. I swung that thing as hard as I could. I swung that thing as hard as I could to protect my daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think the first thing I ever mm -hmm. saw Christina Wagner in was this movie called Double Dragon. Um, and it also had the guy that played the, the, the Terminator in the second Terminator movie, you know, the one that turns into liquid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're both in that movie and it's just, it's this just this silly kung fu movie for kids. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's called Double Dragon. It's based on a video game and that's the first thing I ever saw Christina Wagner. Well, I think I actually saw her on GH first. And then when I saw her in that movie, I'm like, oh my God, it's Felicia. And I'm this 10 year old kid just hopping around going, Felicia, Felicia. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Christina Wagner, you have such a special place in my heart. Because uh, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about um, just her, her natural voice and how I think it's endearing and you think it's annoying. Well, I do. It, you know, it's very situational. She didn't have her Cupid doll voice when she was swinging that tire iron. No, that's true. That's true. She did not. She's, but she's all pouty when she's talking to Mac. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, she's all pouty and sweet and cute and cute and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm 55 and adorable. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 55 well, you are 50. adorable. Well, you know, absolutely. She is 55 and adorable. And she's still, and she's adorable with that little voice too. But I love it when she drops it and becomes super assertive and See. swings that tire iron. And, kills and that's that, what makes it effective. That son-in-law of hers. That's what makes it effective because well, she's got layers. She's got layers, you know? She's all like, oh, wah, wah, wah. And then once something serious happens, then boom, she's there in your face hitting you in the head with a, with, I guess it was a tire iron, you know? Just a, just a Yeah, crowbar. she got it out of the trunk. Crowbar. She grabbed it. off like a lug nut. When she, when she, she said that, that the um, airbag knocked the wind out of her because she yeah. wasn't hurt. Yeah. All right? Yeah. She was like, oh, I gotta go save my baby. She's smart enough to get that tire iron out and go after him. Oh, man. He was about to shoot her, too, wasn't he? He sure was. He sure was. He was about to shoot her. He was going to prepared to squeeze that trigger right there. I'm going to get you, Maxie. You were supposed to save me. And instead, you've abandoned me like everyone else. But he screamed it at her, though. 
Hey, Andy, thank you for for coming to the uh, to the chat. Um, appreciate your participation in the chat. I can understand how that might be challenging for you with your uh, visual impairment. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hi, Andy. Hey. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, so tire irons and um and Peter dying and getting hit in the head. And yeah, stuff. but she, he was scre He was screaming at her, Maxie. You were oh, you were supposed to save me. It was so good, Maxie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, um, when it comes down to it, there was a lot of wasted time when it comes to Peter August. And I get it. You know, you're trying to figure out how to keep this guy on the show to a degree. You want to keep Laura Wright happy. She plays Carly. I get taking your time trying to figure out the best avenue that we can go move forward with Peter. But when they were on it, when they were telling the Peter story in the way that it should have been told, it was great. I really think that they hit a lot of really awesome beats during that especially when it came to the characters that were around peter i know that there was some trouble when it comes to wes ramsey's portrayal and this that and the other thing that he does <laughs> that people just weren't enjoying but robert was great spinelli was great anna was great maxi was great austin is great like all of these people that were surrounding the peter storyline i think did phenomenal work well i think I was always disappointed a little bit with how Anna was just a little bit dumbed down because, I mean, come on, she's supposed to be this international spy and all that. Super spy. But at the same time, though, at the same time, I think she or her, um, her experience was compromised due to her, how she felt about him. Yeah. She really did think that was her kid for a little while. For the most part of this, she thought that Peter yeah, Argus was her son that she couldn't remember because of the trauma of right. giving birth to him and how Valentine gave him to Faison to be raised to be this guy and how I yeah. can't just throw him in jail for this. I'm the reason. I'm his mother. I'm the reason why. He turned he was out always way. looking for a redeeming quality in this man, this underlying redeeming quality. She thought she really just wanted to help this victimized little boy yeah. that she should have been there for all along. And even when she found out that he was indeed not her child, but he, he belonged to her sister and he mm -hmm. was indeed her nephew. The reason why she was given that memory in the beginning and was because Alec had trusted her to save him yeah, so from this, this was the reason why Alex became a villain-esque, so to speak. Because when all my children, when Alex was on that show, she was not a bad person. She was a doctor. She just happened to be the identical twin sister of Anna. That's all. Yep. That is all. Yep. But she was a normal person. She dated people. She had a good time. There was drama, romance. But she was not a whatever. What are what, 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 the... the, the CGC, what is it, the bad guys, the DVX. She wasn't a DVX agent at the time or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But now she is. Or now she was. Because of this. Where you were yes. supposed to keep Peter safe. And yeah. now Alex is dead and Peter is gone and they're reunited in the afterlife together or something. Hey, Ethel. Hey, Daisy. Hey, Monique. Hey, Andy. Gosh, all these people in the, in the chat right now. Thanks so much. 
Hey guys. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> Peter is not dead. Well, Dante did say that they they cut him open for an autopsy and stuff, and they they cut open they Franco did. for an autopsy. So I'm not sure that Peter is actually going to be able to come back. Uh, Ethel but says I can yeah. I can understand why the audience is feeling that way because I kept down yelling at the screen for for Anna to go back and make sure his dead Confirm ass was the still there. Confirm the kill. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Next, he grabbed that gun and put one through his eyes. Yeah, grab that gun. Oh, oh my they even gosh. talked about it in the, in the discussion. Sam was was telling Elizabeth and Finn that Peter was was dead, and she's just like, mm -hmm. you know, I think I know what you're thinking because he's come back so much. <laughs> I can assure right. you that he's dead this time. <laughs> in in well, Sam's whisper way. I think that Peter probably is dead. I don't think we're going to see the character of Peter again. But however, we could easily see Wes Ramsey in another year or so because, you know, twins kind of run a family and her mama is a twin. <laughs> it is GH, guys. <laughs> I mean, maybe. It's entirely possible. I mean, and his name is um, is Pietro. Pietro August. The good one. I was the angel. I was the one that, that convinced Peter to not kill Jason. I was the one that helped him keep him alive. Yeah. Well, we gotta yeah. give him another disciple name, you know, Peter. Gabriel. What? It's something like that. Mm, that's an angel. Uh Peter, um, um, Aesop. I don't know. He wrote some fables. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't know. We call him Matthew. <laughs> no, I'm Matthew. I don't, don't want to be Matthew August. My goodness. Oh gosh. Uh, Daisy says they're trying to make up for Felicia for Felicia being a deadbeat mom. I don't think that they quote unquote are trying to make up for Felicia being a deadbeat mom. I think Felicia is trying to make up for Felicia being a deadbeat mom. I think it's being written this way on purpose. I think so too. They're trying to give her some redeeming qualities. Well, when I mean, it comes so to the she, mother, when it comes to the motherhood sex, so section was, of life, so Felicia hasn't been on the, you know, she's been off and on the show a little bit here and there over the last several mm -hmm. years, which has given the joke of Felicia a lot of time to grow amongst the fans of General Hospital, which is she's in town, but good God, is she not involved? Just like she wasn't involved in her kids' life when they were kids, she just dumped them off at Max and said, "Take care of my kids. I'm going on adventures with Frisco." Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. And so, and so, then the last time she left, she wouldn't even. She wasn't even. It was just because she was just not mentally engaged in her life. She was bored. Oh, is that? That's what it seemed like the last time she took <laughs> off. Right. So when the uh, girls were teenagers, she was just bored. It's like I don't like what? this mom thing. You know, I, I much rather right. be an Aztec princess with people after my diamonds. Let me go find somebody yeah. to be after my diamonds. Let me go. I'm gonna be gone. Yeah. <laughs> it seems she had. When she left that time, it seemed like she had had two things. She had bored, she had hot pants. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, Max is such a strong, solid figure. such a strong, solid father figure that, hey, you know, don't, don't, let's just dump every kid on his doorstep, right? Well, yeah. Look at Mac, Max Scorpio been on the show for decades. He don't have no child of his own. Nope. He's raising everybody else. But he's raised half the cast. <laughs> All the uh, girls. Oh Robin. man! Uh, I mean, with with, with Maxie. No, yeah, Robin, Maxie, Georgie. Georgie. Um, so you know that's three of them. Uh, one of them lives on the west coast. Gonna go be friends with Sean soon, I guess. Uh, another one is dead. <laughs> um, Georgie has died. Georgie was killed by the text message strangler. 
Yes. Georgie, Georgie my most special friend. Spinelli found her. Are you and sleeping? said that. Are you sleeping? I do remember that. <laughs> we we have made fun of that a little bit. We even made fun of that with him one time. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you, you okay? So we 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 met Steve Burton and, and Bradford Anderson at one of their Stone Cold and Jackal live shows, right? And so yeah. afterwards, they were doing the photo up, meet and greet, blah blah blah. Any fan, of course, is going to go ahead and do that. It doesn't matter how strong of a podcaster you are. You're going to go out there and you're going to try to get a picture with these people. So we do. Mm-hmm. And Steve Burton goes, "Hey, man, what a great beard! Your beard is so." much better than Bradford's right and the Bradford's like oh man what the heck that's such a mean thing to say and then mom was like do your Spinelli impression and I'm like no I'm not gonna do my Spinelli impression in front of a man that plays Spinelli randomly without any sort of setup (laughs) you know but but it's just reminiscent of of that you know mom and kid thing it's like do the thing son do the thing for them son it's true it's true (laughs) what's his name he's uh, a comedian he's da- dating chelsea handler right now oh i have no joe idea. coy joe coy joe coy he's the host of this one show that i watched metal shop masters or something anyway what's up no like he's he's bald he's filipino yeah, yeah joe coy i think that's right name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he said his mama used to do that to him all the time do Michael, do Michael. <laughs> oh, did he do like a Michael Jackson impression or something? He did a Michael but Jackson thing. I, yeah. I'm if guilty I had a hat, I would, but I don't. I guilty. don't have one. Guilty. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, where is Frisco? Uh, you would think he'd be there for his only daughter. Um, Frisco's really busy being the leader of the WSB. Frisco is often on secret ops in which requires his full attention and doesn't have time to be there for his 36-year-old daughter who was able to get through her own drama. Yeah, but you know, know uh, Frisco ha- came back a few years ago during the nurse's ball and tried to get Felicia back. Uh-huh. And she left him and chose Mac over him. And then she he's, did not. And he's been gone ever since. It's like, well, you don't need me anyway. You Mac's raising my kids anyway. I was, I was like, I don't know what year that was. I want to say twenty teen something. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, really, not that long ago. Um, maybe just no, not before, that long ago. Just before I started watching again, perhaps. Uh, Frisco is the head of the WSB. I feel absolutely a hundred percent that it's correct. Uh, let's see. They do really need to address. See, this Frisco thing is is a big deal. They should just need to recast him off of the guy that played him originally, and just bring back some Frisco. Um, I think he's on another show right now. I'm not sure. Well, there we go. Makes it even easier. I don't know. Who, I don't know who plays Frisco, so I can't say. But you know, you we got uh, what what the Trevor Saint John. Last name is Wagner. Is it really? I think so. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so, I mean... Um, well, Felicia uh, was married to him for a minute. Christina was married to him. Oh, they married in real life. Oh, well, yeah. look at that. Oh, that makes First a whole lot Felicia of sense. got married in real life, and they're divorced in real life now. Oh, well. They've been divorced for a while, actually. Huh. Jack Wagner? Is it Jack Wagner? Yes, it is. Isn't he on Young yes. and the Restless or something? No. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't... See, Dolores agrees. On... Yeah. Jack Wagner. I don't know. Let me, let me pull up a picture of Jack Wagner. Oh, yeah, I recognize this this guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was also married to Heather Locklear. Did you know that? Was he really? Yeah, according to Wikipedia from 2007 to 2011. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that. He was on Bold and the Beautiful or something. He 
on a few shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at all this. And, and he's like, a singer. Oh, my gosh. Yes, he's a singer. That's why he came back for the Nurse's Ball, actually. Okay. And he had actually had a hit song once one time. He did. Was it born he's in the singer. USA? No, honey. That would be Springsteen. He'd be a hell of a lot more famous. <laughs> oh, he was on Wind Calls the Heart. That's something that JLJ Media covers. Oh, wow. Look at that. Okay, sorry. Sorry, everybody. Sorry to be distracting to the... Uh... He was on Bold and the Beautiful in 90210. They have a couple of kids, Jack and Christina Wagner do. Look at that. The chat just yes, loves themselves do. from Jack Wagner. Yes, they, he, they did have a couple of babies. Yeah. Okay. He when, they were out looking, yeah, awesome. when they were out looking for that, the jewels and all that crap and the yeah. adventures, well, Christina and Jack actually decided they really Tied liked the each other. Well, they that's nice. Okay, Melrose Place, not 90210. This man's been all over primetime and daytime soap. So, he sure has. but Jack Wagner. All right, so and don't recast him. Just lure him back. Yeah, you really can't recast him. It wouldn't be great. Then lure him back. Lure him back. Dang, dangle something in front of him and be like, we, we'll, we'll bring back craft services just for you, Jackie boy. Come on, join us. Join and the he cast. has some. Yeah, some pug. Um, he had a good mullet there for a while, too. Back in the day. Nobody can get Rob Scorpio hair from the early 90s and late 80s. I know, right? Rob Scorpio's hair. I just wish it could still do that. Oh, man. It just... It just... doesn't do it anymore. Now, Mac had great hair back in the day, too. But he's just a good-looking guy. I mean, he seems he seems to have it together here when I was looking at pictures of him on the internet. Uh, mm. Let's see, have you heard the song, All I Need? That's his hit song. I'll have to look it up after the show, All I Need by Jack Wagner. And I think that's a song he sang to, to uh, Felicia at the nurse's ball a few years ago when he came back. You know, according to this to this uh, this work listing here, it looks like the last time he was on GH was 2013. So that was a little longer ago. I told you it was a 20-teen something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's 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 been nearly 10 years since since uh frisco's been on the show um i don't know what's gonna happen listen i'm all for it what what's awesome right now folks is what 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 we're entering into is a new era of general hospital and i don't know if anybody else is sensing it like i'm sensing it but we're leaning into a new era all right we've got some of these classic people running around having their fun scenes together anna and robert unbeatable as a duo, like you can't get any better, more sensitive, more loving, more, more real than Anna and Robert. But then you also and... got some really interesting stuff happening with like, I think Marshall's interesting as heck. I think that Harmony is interesting as heck. I do. I do. Fight me on it, folks, if you must. I think they're interesting, too. But now. Well, that... you know what? But let's not get too far away from Peter right now, because okay. we got to talk about that scene a little bit more with him and Maxie. Yeah. When he's saying he wants to see, you're supposed to save me. Okay. Well, yeah, let's yeah, Okay. We're talking like, about Frisco instead like, of Peter. So, yeah. 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 So she said, she said, you're going to shoot me because I don't love you? Oh, man. Yeah. You're going to shoot me because I, I love it. you, Peter? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Maxie had had the pulse of, if Maxie had been more involved with Peter leading up to this, Peter would not have lasted as long as he did. Instead of hiding no. from him, if she had confronted him, then yes. this thing would have been been over a long time ago. Because I think that I I think she was she was willing to just die because she felt like her three children were okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course, it would be a travesty for them to lose their mother. 
Mm -hmm. But she knew that Georgie and James were going to be okay with Spinelli. And she knew that little Bailey, Bailey Louise, was going to be fine. Bailey Louise was going to be fine with Mama Brooklyn. So she was willing to die to take that fool out. Absolutely. Yes. She was going to be okay. Oh she wanted to protect God. her kids from Peter August. Um, she now, was now, to protect the planet stuff. from Peter August, right? Then he got wallops, right? He got walloped. He fell down the thingy thing. Anna's down. You know, Felicia's down there. Anna's down there. Everybody's down there. But really, man. Really. Okay. Drew being like, hey, we're going to call you a, 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 an ambulance. All right? Don't worry about <laughs> it. I am, I am chipper right now. And I, I just don't know how to not be chipper Drew, no matter what's going on. But we're going to call you an ambulance and everything's going to be all right. But know that you're a bad guy, okay? <laughs> Positively Drew. Yeah. Well. He's just so happy. He, he was happy. <laughs> He was happy to see that fool down for the count. But I loved all of it. I loved all of it. And I loved Anna holding his hand as he died. I love that she didn't really call an ambulance. So that's so that's the thing, all right. So if oh let, let's, just, let's just away Wes Ramsey and let's just talk about Peter August, okay? The person that is Peter August, who always was able to quickly slip away, and Anna was always there to give him an escape route on accident. Mm -hmm. But he she was always there to provide a way out in some way. Whether or not she called the car for him to hop in and leave. But she was standing too close to the fire with the documents that he was able to take from her and burn. Um, he mm -hmm. could rely on her not squeezing the trigger. Um, he could rely on yes, her he to could. try to apprehend him and not let him die. Uh, and his, realiz his realization you didn't call the ambulance, did you? Yeah. Where he's like, oh, like, oh, oh my God, I'm I'm gonna die this time. This is mm -hmm. it. I mean, my manipulation I, I, like, is over. Um, I, I I I know I know it's tough. I know it's tough, and I know it's fantasy and all that. And I don't know how I'd feel in real life if I was like watching somebody get a lethal injection or something like that. But no matter what life you lived, when you have that realization that the lights are going out and you're about to die is always something that tugs at my heartstrings. It doesn't matter if you're the worst criminal mastermind that's ever plagued Port Charles. Um, those final moments of somebody realizing that they're dying and not knowing what to do is emotional stuff. Oh, and it was so emotional for Anna. I mean, Absolutely. She, just, she just sobbed. She just sobbed. She did. She did. And then afterward, too, her... Just the fact that she cannot hold back her real emotions when it comes to Robert Scorpio, I think, is is awesome. Because Robert's just mm -hmm. like, "Hey, congratulations! Well, I'm Australian, and why are you so upset? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, this should be a time of celebration." She's like, "I don't feel like celebrating, Robert. I, I just killed my son, practically. He's my nephew. I can't. I failed him at every moment, and then I let him die. I let him die, Robert. Don't you understand? I let him die. Oh. Yeah, and when she." And she let go of his hand and saw, and turned around and stopped at the steps and grabbed the handles, you know, yeah. the handrails of the steps. Yeah. Stopped and just cried a little bit more, you know, and just, just, oh, I had to feel for her. And then she just kind of like shook it off 
there is something different. And went up to the clearing to talk to everybody else. Yeah, there, there's a big difference between um, being in a gunfight and you shoot Peter and he falls and then within seconds he's dead. But it's self-defense. You protected yourself. You protected Maxie, something, whatever, whatever, whatever. Versus somebody being injured on death's doorstep probably isn't going to make it long enough for the uh, ambulance to arrive. But choosing to not even call but choosing that this is the moment that Peter August must die without him being an active, current, present danger. Right. And with the amount of arrests that they did on Faison and the Alcazars and the Zakaras and all of these other criminals that have come through Port Charles, arrest, 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 to let mm -hmm. one of them die is a big deal for Anna, I think. I, I, I get that she's been around a lot of dead people. She's been responsible for the, the, the death of plenty of bad people over the decades that she's been on the show. But to stand there and be like, no, no, I'm not going to save you is very different than killing somebody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. And that, that, that she did think that was her son for a long time. And she didn't know he was her nephew for real. Yeah, it's 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 incredible. And sad. she wanted to see redeeming qualities in him so many times. She finally had to admit that he didn't have any. Yeah. That he really was. Yeah. Heinrich Faison. <sighs> he wasn't he wasn't Peter August. He was Heinrich Faison. He was Heinrich Faison, absolutely. Peter August was the fake name persona that he put on when he was being in love with Maxie. Because I'm just trying exactly. to separate myself away from that. Because Maxie is my path to the future. She's going to save me from all of the horrible things that I've done and want to continue to do. But because of the love of Maxie, that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, Ethel, you're right, Sean did ask to leave the show. Just to put that to bed. <laughs> oh the actor yes. yeah yeah i know quick quick departure from what we were talking about but i wanted to to, to, to end the debate there in the chat sean asked for his, his release uh oh, maybe he got, he got some other irons in the fire good for him that or he was just done not being utilized on general hospital <laughs> yeah they brought him back almost they, you know like okay, you said fine. quick transition let's talk about sean butler okay all right so sean he's taking off he's moving to san francisco okay i mean this this whole you might sleep with alexis once before leaving but then that's it um he's done uh this might have well, been his last episode mm. might have been back in the day when they when sean and um alexis were in a relationship those two were hot in the bed. They were good. <laughs> what is they it with Alexis and having the hottest relationships on daytime? Well, Ale actually, Nancy Lee Grom. She got that whole love scene thing. She's really good at it. She's like, I'm going to pretend to really bang you. Well, um, she's good at it. She looks very convincing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, she's goodness gracious. Uh, Maxie's a bad mother. Oh, my gosh. Chad is just all over the place. I love it. But it's hard to it's hard to stay on, on one specific topic. Um... Not sorry for Anna. Oh, Jacarius. Oh, man. I hope you'll find a way to like the show a little bit more. I think there's a lot of stuff going on uh, to to enjoy Jacarius. And so just just think hard about things that you might like. And maybe you'll enjoy the hour a little more. Um, Anna gave the body of Peter back to the WSB afterward. And they did an autopsy and, and all that kind of stuff. Peter August is as dead as a soap opera character is going to get. Now, of course, there's always the Dr. David Hayward magic juice that brings people back to life in secret lab basements. But for all intents and purposes, they have Francoed Peter. Yeah, other than showing him on the morgue slab, you know. That's um, true. Peter's about as, as legit dead as you're going to get on a soap opera. So 
Um, now I, I think currently they probably plan on having him stay dead. But like I said, though, he can have himself a twin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bum, 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 bum. But back to but back to Sean. <laughs> uh, so Sean, he um, he was underutilized uh, during the last year. Um, they put him in the social justice storyline with the with the judge for about two weeks, sprung him from prison, and then he was just an Alexis vehicle afterward. Uh, the actor who plays Sean, Sean, <laughs> uh, Sean Blakemore. Um, I mean, I don't know him. I've never talked to him. I've never had a conversation with him or anything like that. But if I were to crawl into his shoes with just sheer speculation and speculation alone, I would say he found something else to do or he wanted to open up his schedule to do something else and not have to be called by general hospital every couple of weeks to go do a scene. Well, you know, I, I don't think they utilized him. I mean, we were all excited about him coming back, you know, all, oh, we, yeah, we there's a lot of talk about it. We talked about it quite a bit on here. We were excited to have him come back. I really wanted him to, I wanted him to have a storyline. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to take Jason's place. I thought he would be a, you know, that's kind of, he did that before. He yeah. was in Jason's place when he was gone uh, quite a bit when he was running Kelly's and stuff. Yeah. I, I was kind of, I was hoping they would use him and, you know, give him a, give him um, some story. Mm-hmm. But they did not. And uh, I understand uh, why he ch- may have chosen, you know, a good looking so, dude. He's so, got plenty of other stuff. But, he but when do. you take a look at Sean, 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 Sean Butler. Okay, on paper, he's got he's got he was in jail during TJ TJ's life and found out that he was TJ's dad like just before going to prison or while he was in prison or something like that. And then he comes out and it's, and it's just it's just happy go happy go family, you know. Oh, I visited him every month. We've had a great relationship. We've worked out all of our problems off camera. No drama. No drama between Sean and TJ. Uh, Sean didn't have like they they kind of were like hey baby you know rubbing shoulders with Alexis in prison but once they got out that didn't catch Kindle or anything because they've been focused so much on Alexis and Harmony rather. Um, yep. Uh, Sean uh, had this thing with Hayden and Nicholas that they dropped because I guess Hayden is going to be alive underneath Crete somewhere or something like that and it wasn't going to serve the show going forward anymore. Um, it's just unfortunate that the things that they were kind of giving him, they abandoned very quickly <laughs> um, and didn't give him anything that makes sense. Um, like, no, in my opinion, you know, it was prime for TJ Sean drama. I, I agree. And if they were going to bring him back and not really do nothing with him, why didn't they just recast him? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just more uh, more intent. Um that they just weren't able to follow through on or something that just kind of fell through. I I don't know. Like, like I said about not knowing, uh, not knowing him in person. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes at general hospital either. I can. Yeah. They don't consult us about a dang thing. I really wish they would call us every once in a while to be like, what do you think about this? Where should we go with this? I think we should do, you know, if we could get the head writer on the show to just talk, you know, engage with the chat, let us all know, get our feedback and opinions. You know, you know, I don't yeah, know. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Jordan told him that TJ that he was TJ's daddy. Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, they should have brought Tia uh, Gia Taggart back to pair with Sean, according to Lissa. Uh, she was a fiery fun and would be a great role model for, for Trina. I, uh, Gina was who uh, Nicholas was dating for a minute, right? Yeah, Taggart's little sister. Yeah, I didn't know Taggart had a little sister. All right. All right. Okay. I'm with I it. I heard that Brielle's coming back. 
be a be yeah. on the screen pretty soon. Real's well, Jordan's coming back. coming back, and and Real's coming back. So I mean, they recast yeah. Jordan. Jordan's gonna be played by another even younger actress, I think. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, so hey, you know, when it comes to Jordan Ashford, age just doesn't matter. She can have a thirty-year-old child and also be thirty years old herself. It doesn't have to make sense. Um, well, I think Taj and oh, I forgot her. Brianna Henry. Yeah. They were very far apart in age, actually. No, no, they weren't very far apart in age. Jordan is just a very young-looking chief of police. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. I'm, I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry if I sneeze or I blow my nose or something. I'm I'm not going to be able to avoid that. I got a little bit of a head cold. I probably sound a little weird to y'all. So you know, if I get boogery, I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think I think we can all forgive you for that. I can all forgive you for that. Uh, Gia is a lawyer now. She was engaged to Nicholas. All right, cool, awesome. Uh, uh bu -bu -bu -bum. um. Cool. Well, maybe maybe Gia is going to have to come and uh, help her little niece Trina through some legal troubles when it comes to being accused of uh, recording Jocelyn and Cameron getting it on at the cabin and releasing it onto the internet oh. for everybody to watch on Pornhub.com. Gosh. Um. <laughs> and you know that ain't going to really heat. You can say that's her niece, but it ain't. Well, no, I mean, and then with Taggart coming back and Jordan being recast, Jordan was the person that that um, that Portia told the truth to. So I get yes. the feeling that since these characters are returning to the story, the story is going to be revolved around that. Uh, Curtis God, and Portia so. are about to move in with each other. Um, Curtis and Portia are about to move in with each other. So that is also an indication that things might get a little tense. Some secrets might have to be told. Some sort of secret belonging in some sort of shoebox might be found. I, I don't, I'm not sure. Something's going to happen. <sighs> Do you think the Esme's video camera setup is still at the cabin to catch video of Sasha's snow relapse? Did Sasha go to the cabin? Is Sasha going to the cabin? I don't know. Interesting question, Lissa. Uh, Jordan could stay gone. She was a bad commissioner. Okay, let's let's just address Port Charles PCD, PCPD. It's a bad police department all around. They They're bumbling bobbies, aren't they? They do not solve very many crimes. Um, they often allow criminals to escape. They were transferring Peter from the hospital to the prison with one guard. Yeah. Like one guard, a detective, and the and the police commissioner. Like, come on, guys, come on. None of them were wearing vests. They were all wearing suits. Like, come on, come on, come on. It was it was silly. They should have had that thing completely surrounded. So what happened was they should have taken him by helicopter. In the nineties, Sonny Corinthos and the rest of the five families gutted the PCPD's budget and ability to hire well so good that PCPD just hasn't been able to recover from the early 90s, the mid 90s, and they're just continuing to be bad at their jobs. It's like Gotham City, you know, the, the police are unreliable and you need Batman. So need Batman. thank goodness for Drew and Sam and Felicia and all of these people who are willing to don the Batman mask and get out there and solve these things for the PCPD. <laughs> and you know Dante's a better cop when he's not actually being a cop. Uh, but you me. Lissa, yes, uh, yes, I do remember now. Uh, Sunny's cabin is at Niagara Falls, where Sasha and Brando are headed. Yes, I don't know if that's the same cabin that they went to that the teens went to though. And the uh, camera set up. They it was just a cell phone. I don't. Yeah, think it was just a cell cell phone, and I think she would have had to take that back with her. I I don't. I don't know. Well, because she had left before. Listen, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not on the show. 
Jordan and Taggart are still technically married. I don't know anything about that either. You guys pay so much yes. more attention to the show than yes. I do. Yes, Matt, because remember, and Stella threw those papers away and then had a stroke and didn't remember doing it. Oh, but it was, remember? but I thought it was Curtis and Portia or Curtis and, and Jordan, not Jordan and Taggart. Hmm. No, you're right. It was Jordan and Curtis. You're mm, right. I don't know. I don't know. And she did have a stroke and totally forgot. Uh, no, Esme is, is, you know, one look at the camera. See, look at all these people talking to each other. I love it. I love it. The Marshall storyline is going to be interesting. I think so, too. Uh, Marshall, good God. Okay, so Marshall, I don't know. Maybe he even knows the truth. Uh, I, I feel like he's going to be the connecting force between the Cassidyne thing and, and, and the Ashford stuff. I just feel like Victor is going to pull the whole kind of cast together into some sort of big caper. I really do. And don't you think there's already the groundwork for some weather nonsense going on for this heat wave in February in New upper New York, upstate New York. Yeah, heat it's wave. all about the ice princess and, and, and cooling all off. It's already Definitely. And Victor, hot. Victor, the most Victor with his, with his popped up colors. And it's just like, I just don't know how you all handle it down here. When I learned my accent in England, <laughs> it was just all cloudy and rainy the whole time. <laughs> absolutely it's gonna be so dumb and fun <laughs> you noticed it's so hot you know what listen you might be right maybe victor is making everything hot because he keeps on commenting about it Oh, going on. <laughs> uh, they went to Sunny's cabin. Yes, they went to Sunny's cabin. Esme already went to get the camera. Okay, she was looking at it. Yes, yes, yes. Do, 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 do. I princess kids. Hey, Dolores, do you remember the original Ice Princess uh, storyline? Because I have seen the videos of it, and my God, is it some fun 1970s James Bond nonsense? <laughs> just, sure just, just Miko's Cassidyne around the control panel with Luke. Just li just Anthony Geary living his Hollywood heartthrob movie dreams <laughs> on the the diamond the, the, the what is it, the the dollar and dime budget of daytime TV. Oh. Back then they had some money to spend though they did. Well, yes, but uh, you know the level of tech. Uh, yeah, and the ability the to put together stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, you know, I've seen the YouTube videos. It is I fun, mean, crazy. The control panel. The control panel of, of the, the Ice Princess and all that nonsense going on, it kind of reminds you like of the, the star deck of the original Star Trek. <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind of. With jelly bean buttons and just uh, terrible yeah, displays. toggles and nonsense, right? <laughs> <laughs> and what's the password, Mikos? What's, I will never tell you what the password is. <laughs> Ice Princess. And everything shuts down. Oh, goodness great. You're just r ridiculous yeah, nonsense. And I cannot wait, you guys. I can't wait, okay? I, 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 in the time that I've been around, okay, I haven't gotten secret underground lab other than, other than, than, than Peter's body in the, in the freezer, okay? Uh, Olivia Jerome was, like, hiding down there or something. Or something. I don't know. Um, but she wasn't they doing They use nothing. that. They, it's, it's like a. It's like a triage unit underneath the hospital. What right. Like. And who built it? Is it Helena's lab? It's a mini lab? hospital down there. Do you know who built the lab? Is it Helena's lab? Is it Monica's lab? I, I don't know. Who built the lab? Chat, who built the lab? Who built the lab? I don't remember. But, you know, I remember that one of the um, explanations for AJ coming back from the dead was he was down there being taken care of by his mom. If only you were able to do that, that after Sonny shot him. 
Helena built it. Thank you, Daisy. You know, I do you remember there right now? You know, David, uh, not David, Vincent Azari. Yes. Was on State of Mind like two, three weeks ago. Uh huh. Uh, Actually, I think it's upcoming next month. Is it upcoming next month? I don't know exactly when it is, but I don't think it's been on yet. But they filmed it already. Yes. Oh, wouldn't it that big? Wouldn't that be great if that was the start of David Hayward coming to GH? Because I know a lot of the fans, a lot of the fans are on board for that. Twitter loves the the idea of having David Irizarry. I I, listen. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, and we got to have him on the show so he can tell us. All right, you know, you know, Kathleen Gaddy. She told us how to say her name. Alondre Linier told us how to say her name. Uh, So now we all (laughs) we need is like Nicholas Bechel Bechtel to be on the old Spencer, so he can tell us. Um, Nicholas Chavez Chavez to to come on, so he can tell us if it's Chavez. Or Chavez. Um, and, you know, uh, we, we got to get Ray Landers on here to confirm that it's Rayal and not real. Um, you know, we just need to have these long lines of guests to just just two minutes to just tell us how to say their real names. Well, you might just get your dream come true someday, Matt, and yeah. David Hayward may show up and be down there in that secret lab. Taking and care of everybody. I just wish he was able to bring Stuart Chandler with him. Well, that won't happen. Uh, Chandra wants to know, will we learn how Peter got out of the freezer? I wonder if Liz or her alter did it. Now, that is an interesting question. The second half of it. The first half, I don't think needs to be answered. He woke up and got out. How? Doesn't matter. He woke up, sat up, pushed the thing open, and then went upstairs. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the second half of the question, though, did Biz have something to do with it? Maybe. That would be interesting. That would be oh, really interesting. You know, I'm re- I'm really excited about this storyline of Liz and Biz. I really am. If the B doesn't turn out to be Biz, I'm going to be disappointed. I want that to be Liz and Biz. I wanted to. I want Biz to be nasty. Ooh, I, I love it. I want. I want. So they reminded us of of New Year, or not New Year's, the Fourth of July of this week, where Sam was like, mm-hmm. "Remember how you came and told me that Peter was get- that Jason was getting married." to Carly. See, I got to work on my Sam uh, my Sam uh, impression because it's very whispery but also loud enough at the same time. It's very weird. Um you know, Sam. It is whispery. She's whispery but also loud enough. It's <laughs> uh anyway. Yeah. Um, so, so, so they brought that up. They reminded the audience that that happened. Their little bonding session, they burned a leather jacket and knocked Dante into the water. And that was kind of the launch of the Sam and Dante romance and yada, yada. And uh, Finn was there and it was a cutesy moment for the two couples and junk, but she was out there like smoking cigarettes and drinking and like breaking stuff. And (laughs) I just, I, I want that to be biz. And oh, I I like it. Like we talked about last week, I want, I want, um, I want, uh, I want Terry's friend from childhood to be the original Liz, and the Liz that we know now is actually not the person that she was growing up, or maybe it's even a third person. I don't know because she certainly is different now than when she was a teenager. Yeah. Uh, Daisy, oh, I thought oh. it was Betsy. We have not confirmed that it was Betsy because it's not Betsy. She's Betsy's going to show up, right? And then Elizabeth's going to talk to Betsy, and Betsy's going to be like, "I don't know what you're talking about, you crazy woman." I didn't send you a card. I didn't send you a card. Yeah, she left her a message. Hey, I got the card that you sent me. Yeah, and the response is going to be, "I never sent you a card." Mm-hmm. So that's going to mm-hmm. be super fun. That's going to be super it's, super fun. It's going to be excellent. Leave AJ yeah. dead. I'm AJ's not for- coming. Back. I- 
Sorry. <laughs> I, I want them to leave AJ dead too. I, I agree. I agree. Um, I don't know. Did you? Yeah, that list stuff is going to be good. Man. It's going to be so good. I need a little bit more information before we can really start running with it. But um, it it really seems like we're headed into a very fun direction with that. Um, and don't you think the Liz, don't you think the Liz and Finn uh, relationship is just kind of falling flat now? Uh, yeah, because there's really nothing feeding into it. They're just kind of. Yeah. I'm just kind of. I'm just kind of awkwardly 14, even though I'm I'm 48. Around you, Liz, <laughs> just. I just, I just don't know what to do other than rub the back of my head when you're around. <laughs> yeah, their relationship falling flat. Um, yeah, this will make it far more interesting. I am so, I'm very excited for Elizabeth to have a storyline that's more gritty and doesn't yeah. have to do with her just, it's you know, water what her flavor is this month. It's, it's been a minute, and the last time that she had gritty stuff, it's because she was cheating on one man with another. Like, she's been very saddled with, mm -hmm. with being mom or girlfriend or wife or something to somebody else. So having something that is just for her is going to be super fun. And with Terry being a contract player, I hope that she has a lot of meaty stuff to chew on with this. Because I know, I know, just watching the Twitter page and, and watching the interviews and watching and watching Terry... You know, you know, real life Terry, which I don't remember her mm -hmm. name right now, and I will later, but I don't at this very moment. <laughs> uh, but she's she's out there, and she is so eager to just chomp at anything that GH has to give her. Yes. So I am all for it. I I, I want some. I want some more Terry Randolph. I think that she, she does a great, 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 great job. Be she's careful when her. Elizabeth starts cheating; she gets pregnant. <laughs> Cassandra, Cassandra is Cassandra James. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. Elizabeth and her best friend and, and, and the boys and the drama and the romance and the relationships and just all kinds of good stuff coming our way. Uh, thank you very much, Daisy. Yes, it was Cassandra James. Uh, we talked about Peter and Felicia. Wham! Yeah. Uh, Liesl celebrates, just wants to, hey, wh where is the libations, my daughter? Um <laughs> I thought, what you know what? I, I liked it, the comedic part of it because, you know, I love when GH is funny. Yeah. But, man, that was in poor taste, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> celebrating. And, you know, I know he's he's certainly worthy of being dead. Yes. Yes. But, damn, he's dead. <laughs> I mean, let, 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 I let mean, us let somebody be dead for 10 minutes before we before we start breaking out the booze. Right, it was like, dang. And then, and then I guess, I guess, um, Britt keeps her booze in the plant, like in some bush in her house or something. Like it's yeah. behind the credenza. Yeah. <laughs> Fire for that nonsense, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> Liesel is a total mood. Love her. Scheidenfreude. Oh gosh. Uh, what? Define that for us, please, Lissa. Uh, Andy, uh, sweet voice. Compola plays such a mean character. I'm not sure exactly who you're talking about unless it's Lisa Lobrecht. She does kind of have a sweet voice, doesn't she? Um, <laughs> and she's only mean to people that she needs to be mean to. Now, I understand that this Lisa Lobrecht that we know right now is a million percent different than the Lisa Lobrecht that we all met. Um, in the beginning? In the beginning. Oh, yeah, she, yeah. She, was a she was unhinged. Yeah. And she was a face-on puppet. Right. And then... And was terrible to her children. And then she stuck around long enough to kind of turn around and become goofy. 
yeah. the, like the goofy bad guy when she when she was the um when she's singing uh um gosh um cabaret uh, cabaret you know at yeah. the at the and she did the 98 bloom it was it was a willkommen willkommen bienvenue welcome uh, mm-hmm. at the at the nurse's ball and that that's when she became like silly right yeah that's when yeah yeah that's when she became more silly when she was uh chief of staff yeah yeah the chief of staff and just and just that's when she became silly, a, yeah. a goofy antagonist not somebody that was necessarily actually going to stab you in the neck with a <laughs> uh, with a scalpel anyway capable of it still though i mean, I mean she and too bad you know we would have been done with peter a long time ago if she just left him tied up to that bed and let him burn but she's her heart was growing too much obrecht in the beginning was really mean and kind of evil but so was brit according to dolores yeah i mean yes. brit used to have the nickname of the britch no, she know? was mean horrible person <laughs> It's just the mean girl and the catty gay, Brad and Britt, huh? <laughs> Liesl with his Very true. All right. Well, what did Liesl Obrecht do then, folks? What did Liesl do to earn our love and our trust and our all of that um, that some of these other characters aren't able to do? You know, like people don't want to give Esme any time of day, even though even though Esme did genuinely try to reach out to these people on Laura's advice and have a genuine real conversation that Jocelyn shut down in 2.5 seconds. Oh, she sure did. My gosh, you guys. She, Carly, Carly, Carly Jr., isn't she? She I mean, so is Michael, too. I mean, the Carly influence is really rubbing off on her kids recently. Yeah, well, to me, Michael is... Got a little cord main streak in him too. Yeah, I, 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 um, I just, I just have so much more money and power that I just, I, I, I don't know what to do with it all other than. Uh, but uh, I'm, I like <laughs> me. I like Michael being a little more like that though. Drama's and good I for drama. Like- Drama's good for soap operas. If you don't got people I causing really, drama, what are you gonna do? I really don't want Josh to make a complete turn though, like a heel turn kind of thing. I don't want that. But I do like her being tapping into that and bringing in her inner mom and get, getting her in the Carly out when she needs to. I kind of like it. But you know what I even noticed? And I think they really are trying to take her character somewhere else and make Jocelyn more grown up, for mm-hmm. one thing. And uh, just giving her more edge. Even her flip photo is not a smiling, cheesy mm-hmm. Joss anymore. It's a serious, more of a, yeah. It is. It's more of a, hmm. I'm going to get you, my pretty. It's different. Did you notice it too, man? Yeah. That her headshot, the flip is different? Everybody's a lot more serious in the flip now, though, with the the new music and all that. And everyone's being like, I'm a sexy soap star. Not come and enjoy this fun, fun hour of just uh, just soapy nonsense with us all. (laughs) I don't know. If you were taking pictures (laughs) to be on, on General Hospital, would you take like the serious, like, classic soap pose? Or would you be a little more playful? Oh, I don't know. I guess it would just all depend on my character, I guess. Yeah, I guess. All right, so when it comes to the Jocelyn Esme uh, confrontation, that we have to call the Jocelyn Esme confrontation because Trina literally was just sitting there. like They were like, she would like a fly on the wall, wasn't she? Was yeah, she, uh, even when she tried to speak up, Jocelyn was like, shut up. Like, she didn't say those words, yeah. of course, but yeah. the, the implication she, she is that I've got this. I'll, mm-hmm. I will protect you, my friend. Uh, That's 
He was being a Carly. Uh, yeah, very much so. Um, now, Nate and Daisy personally didn't mind seeing Joss shut down Esme because she knows that Esme's fake. Absolutely. Does Esme deserve unyielding kindness? No. Does Esme deserve the benefit of the doubt for one conversation when she comes in there, obviously with her heart on her sleeve, <laughs> talking to <laughs> Trina, who's Trina's like, yes, I will engage with you and listen to you on this. I think that in that moment, Joss stepped over the line. Just in that moment, though, had it not been that moment, it would have been perfectly reasonable. Because but she sat down and the thing for me was that Esme sat down and she said, I was trying to cause drama at the cabin. She owned up to it. She admitted to it. And had they let her continue to talk, she may have even deleted the sex video. Maybe, 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 maybe. I don't know, though. I don't have I don't have a whole lot of faith in Esme doing the right thing, even if the circumstances are perfect. Um, maybe, though. But she certainly wants to share it now, doesn't she? Yeah, she definitely wants to share it now. And she seems like she wants to frame Trina for it. So she's just back on that same road that she had, had been before when it comes to trying yeah. to break up our uh, our fab threesome, you know? I think she just, you know, Esme just is a little entitled girl and she wants to live a life of luxury and money. She's entitled, but she's also desperately afraid of losing what she currently has because she has had nothing up until Spencer. She had like rich adoptive parents who sent her to France. She's clearly an American girl, just like Spencer was. She's not all from all France and wah, 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 I am from this place. No, 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 no. She, she is. She's from Port Charles, New York, practically. Uh, so the, 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 the abandonment, you know, Spencer mentioned this week how he was abandoned by my father. You deserve a place in here, dad. Oh, I like that scene between the two of them. <laughs> And for what and Nicholas wasn't he, <clears throat> well, he was able to yell and be breathy, wasn't he? He actually yelled at him. Don't say get away from that. Here. Yeah. Because because Spencer called uh, Ava a bitch. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean li- I mean, okay, so so really, really, the the Spencer and Nicholas are so fun. They were so fun together. They are. I, I know that it's drama, and I know that we're supposed to be like, oh, no, oh, look at this father and son fall apart. But you've got Nicholas, who is just crazy in love with Ava, too in love with Ava, as lovely as Ava is. Nicholas is too into her, all right? Well, um, Nicholas loved her a lot. He, he's, he loves her, and he's lusty for her. Oh, she just... She just uh, checks all the boxes for him all right I now, doesn't she? I have to do she? is just offer you some handcuffs, Nicholas, and you're all mine. You don't know. Yeah. Me. I think she killed her parents. Esme probably did kill her parents, but we're going to find out more. Or Ryan killed her parents. We're going to find out more about that later, won't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Spencer and Nicholas, uh, so fun together. I really enjoy watching their scenes. I really enjoy watching them not get along. And honestly, a lot of it has to do with Nicholas Chavez. This guy, ma... This dude playing Spencer, I don't know where they found him. I don't know who his agent is, and I don't know how long they auditioned this man. But if he Mm -hmm. doesn't, like, decide to leave to pursue other opportunities or whatever, Nicholas Chavez is going to be on the show for 30 years. I think they ought to leave him on the show, too. I like him a lot. And, you know, and I I was not a fan of them replacing little... um, 
Nicholas Betchel. Because he was he was such a specific little actor. Yes, and he had been on it. You know, he had, he was the only play, person that had ever had ever played Spencer, and mm-hmm. he was quirky and funny. Yeah, <clears throat> I wasn't a fan of them um, recasting him. I was hoping that they would give Nicholas Betchel a chance to have his body catch up to his age a little bit. Yeah, I think they were trying to and, go for that, and it just wasn't catching <clears throat> up. It wasn't happening. But I love the one they chose to play him. He's doing so good. Uh, he's he's doing a great job. He's a very convincing Spencer. And uh, I do not think of a little boy Spencer anymore when he comes on screen. I think of him as Spencer. Well, hey. Well, that's that's exactly what General Hospital wanted us all to do, right? Exactly. You don't even thinking about the other guy anymore. You're not even thinking about the other guy anymore. Uh, so chat agrees. Nicholas, Nicholas Chavez is great. Um, Nicholas might not be too in love with, with uh, Ava. He's just found his soulmate. I never really saw Nicholas in a strong romance with anybody other than Elizabeth. Now, remember, guys, I, I missed a solid 15 years of General Hospital from my teenage years to adulthood. So uh, mm-hmm. there was a lot of Nicholas's relationships and drama and stuff that I didn't see. I, I went from teenage Nicholas to this Nicholas. It's pretty much my journey yeah. with him. So, um, yeah. so I, I, I don't know. I don't know if Avis is soulmate or not, or if it's just the, the flavor of the decade. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, they both kind of are. They are similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, um, kind of the black sheep that wants to do well. But yeah, but circumstances make them do things that are. Mm-hmm. Uh, these other people are pushing me, and I have to strike back. Uh, yeah. Lissa says Esme is awfully sexual for somebody so young. I wonder if that plays into her past, potentially, or she just at an early age realized what her greatest weapons were with men. Um, I don't, I don't, Maybe. I mean, I've, I never lived a day of my life as a woman, so I really couldn't say, but I would think that there's a certain point of your teenage life where you realize that you got uh, a couple of things going for you that the average person does not, that bends people to your whim if you use them correctly. Um,. I can't say. I don't well, know. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear Esme's backstory and why I'm she curious. is the way she is. There is going to it will be divulged to us eventually. Mm-hmm. Why Esme is the way she is? What created the Esme young woman? You know why? I mean, uh, trauma. Yeah. Trauma when she was younger. We already know that she was adopted. Mm-hmm. It seems as though she was adopted by super rich people, and she might have been cut off at this point by now because she is very dependent on Spencer and his family. She don't have no money. She doesn't have anything of her own. As much nope. as she walks around like, oh, this, that, and the other thing, and da 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 da, uh, it's just yeah. all to distract from the fact that she really doesn't have anything, which does make her extra desperate and extra jealous not envious all right get the get the word usage right all right envy is when you're afraid somebody's going to take something away from no envy is when you want something that somebody else has jealousy is when you are afraid somebody's going to take something away from you and keep it for themselves or something i don't know don't talk to me um (laughs) regardless (laughs) fix it in chat for me if i got that backwards whatever um anyway she's very she's very jealous very jealous of the friendship that spencer has and worried that that is going to take away from the connection that she has with spencer in france it was spencer and spencer and esme that was it they were they were the core of the group that's what it was they were the people that loved each other the most as long as he was away from his friends and his family he was so um uh she could manipulate him in almost any way she wanted to when he was away from his friends and family 
two years. And when he was feeling when he was feeling injured from his father, and he was injured by his father. His father was that was so wrong of Nicholas to let that boy <laughs> think he was dead for three years. Come on, who does that to a person they supposedly love? Some Come jerk. On. Some big jerk. Yeah, some yeah, some terrible not bad dad. He's a bad dad. <laughs> well, he's Jason bad dad, okay? Bad dad. Well, at least Jason wasn't pretending to be dead. That's true. Um, so yeah, I mean, Nicholas got a reason to be mad at that and mad at him. And I, and I think that, uh, Esme just, you know, she, she capitalizes on people's hurt, mm -hmm. misfortune, anything. Yeah. She's awful because she don't, and she's, I think she's a little bit cuckoo too, a little bit, got some mental illness going on because we all know she's a chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> somehow t just just connected to the chamberlains at some point uh, <laughs> uh nicholas was good with emily nicholas hasn't been the same after emily apparently uh, if emily was alive nicholas wouldn't pay ava a second chance apparently emily was where it's yes. at with for nicholas yes emily and nicholas's storyline was sweet and uh yes it was it was lovely well if it wasn't for that really dang was. diego alcazar he would still yeah. have Emily as well. I think he didn't. Didn't she die in his arms? I believe <laughs> at a at a um at some ball that was <laughs> done on uh, Spoon Island, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mirror, they, okay. Uh, okay. Ooh. 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 Yeah. Ooh. 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 Chandra. 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 Spell it out for me, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is why I liked the Laura as may scene. Mom, you will remember mm -hmm. that what that Laura was a trip as a teenager, and she'll know the signs. So is Laura seeing a young Laura in Esme to a degree, and wanting to guide her to good decision making? Maybe. Well, I, and I think Laura as a character is just very maternal, and she wants to guide everybody that way. I mean, she tore down Esme in that conversation, telling her, you know all the things that she did wrong, but then at the end, just trying to build her up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We tore her down to try to build her up. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a very maternal kind of thing. Hey, you did this and this and this and this and this, and this is all wrong, but you're capable of better. Laura, just poor Charles's mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dolores, thank at you least. so much for defining jealousy and envy for me in the chat. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, the pressure of performance, the pressure of, of, of trying to fill an hour with my voice. Sometimes I'm just not going to always be accurate. Uh, Laura was never as bad oh, as Esme. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah, you guys. But Laura, <laughs> you know, I mean, Laura could have been bad as Esme had she not had the people in her life steering her correctly. You know, um, we saw how Cyrus Renault turned up and they shared DNA. You know, and Martin yeah. Gray's not all that 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 that's that that spotless of a person either. So maybe Laura just got lucky. Yeah, they haven't really um, told us exactly what kind of things that Martin has done, but we know that he's paid alimony up the wazoo. He's talked about it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, it's a Chandra. So he's had some... Chandra, thank you so much, Chandra. So he's had some. Um had some misgivings in his life they just haven't really explained it very well right 
right, 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 right. And I wish, and they, and they have said, uh, they have said on screen that he and Lucy are together. Yes. Well, they don't really show us Lucy and him together. Well, we can't, we can't be seen in public, you see, because if Valentine gets wind of our relationship, I'm going to have to drop him as a client and I just don't want to lose that money. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to date not only so Valentine can't see us, but we're also going to date in a way that the audience can't see us as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Indeed. Oh gosh. Uh let's see. What does redeemed Esme look like? How does she act? Who are her friends? Who would be good who would be a good choice for Esme to live with after her redemption? These are very challenging questions for me to answer. I don't know. <laughs> um well, I, don't, I don't think we know enough about bad Esme to even speculate on good Esme, right? I think Esme for her to be good, she needs to be stripped down to nothing. Yeah. She needs to be living in one of those non-existent rooms above Kelly's. <laughs> and that's when right? she starts sleeping with Cameron. Um Oh, I oh she got who knows what kind of plan she's got. On. I think she kind of wings it a little bit. Okay, yeah. I, um what also is Esme, hmm? Don't you think Esme is a little more is uh more um reactive than calculated to a certain degree oh i would think so i don't think that she's necessarily planning everything out all the way through and i think it's an important note that um esme's plans really don't work out for her very well very often um this cabin no, thing is don't. the thing that's worked out the best for her so far in that nobody realizes that she did anything um but but uh blowing up ava's car people figured that out it kind of put a spotlight mm -hmm. on spencer and, and and flushed him out from hiding um and then telling Sonny that uh, um, Nicholas and Ava were running away with Avery didn't mm -hmm. really work out either. Because no. Sonny was just like, what are, you, what, are you, what are you talking about? Esme told me. And they're like, we're, we're not taking her anywhere. What the heck? Like, it was a very short-lived thing. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, in this thing here. But Esme, Esme did figure out pretty soon after that, oh, I, I shouldn't be messing with that Sonny character. Well, no. <laughs> I don't know what I'm, but then that, that continues to support. She doesn't know what she's getting into. She doesn't know who these people are. She doesn't know how dangerous somebody can be. And she's trying it anyway. Um, her time with Ryan has already been cut short because she isn't careful about limiting who knows what she's up to. Esme does not do a good job at being bad. So we'll yeah. see how quickly this blows up in her face too. All she did was change the cover of a cell phone. The cell phone case so it matches Trina's look, I guess, is what she did. Yeah. That's pretty quick to figure out that it's not Trina's phone once you actually open it. Yeah. So Yeah, that was a little that's a little bit sloppy. Um, you know, at least a SIM card, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know. You know, I don't know I mean, what sort of access Esme for, has. And for Mama Cat to figure that out is a miracle, okay? Because man, but I can't help, I can't help but think a little bit, Matt. Yeah. Even though a lot of us audience members are capable of, of understanding technology. However, yeah. I think they had to, the whole phone thing with the switch, I think they dumped it down a little bit on purpose. Maybe. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're just trying to tell a very easily accessible storyline. Maybe, maybe, Perhaps. maybe they're writing for older people who don't know how technology works, and so they're not analyzing it as deeply as somebody who's younger and understands how it works. 
Bingo. Bingo. Ding, ding, ding. Our audience isn't going to think about this. Our main audience isn't going to think about this. Only Twitter folks, Twitter fans, are going to think about the minor details of all this. What's Esme's endgame? Esme's endgame is to separate Spencer from the rest of his support system so he relies on her as much as she relies on him. Uh, chat also thinks that Esme might have an opportunity to seduce TJ? Mm -hmm. I'm all for TJ getting down and dirty. Um... I'm all for TJ becoming more interesting. So yes. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm all for T. You know, uh, sure. Why not? Why not? And even then, even then, you know, you know, I, 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 I'm sure Taj Bellows and um and Haley Pulos get along very well backstage. I don't know if they're dating in real life or not or whatever it is. It was fun to see them on Valentine's Day. But I'm ready for for even though this is a super couple, I'm ready for more TJ and I'm ready for more TJ without Molly. I'm just saying they've got well, they've got themselves a stunningly gorgeous actor playing TJ. I'm just going to say it. All right. He, he's sexy as hell. All right. They need to throw him out there doing sexy as hell stuff on a regular basis. Let's stop relying on Chase. Let's stop relying on Dante. Let, let's get a little more melanin in there. Huh? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm all for them. Um, I'm all for them giving TJ something else as well. <clears throat> or make him and Molly more interesting. There's been a lot of things they've kind of could could have done with TJ and Molly together that they've chosen not to. So if you're if you're not gonna do something with that relationship, split them up and give them both something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with. Even you. though they are currently probably the longest running uh, couple on the show, uh, ten years as at least. Staying together. <sighs> wow. Dolores, a wild speculation there. Esme's actually a Spencer. I don't know how that could happen. I just don't know how that would work. I don't know. <laughs> Bobby's too old. Um, Luke definitely didn't have her. Um that one, that one, that one other sister, the um, she's she's Valerie's sister. I I don't know. Oh no. <laughs> oh now, Valerie's mom? <laughs> uh let's see yeah, uh, i don't think she's gonna be spencer oh but jennifer smith know. froze luke's sperm it's not like general hospital has done this before okay dolores okay dolores oh. okay dolores all right well that's <laughs> oh, doable now they're talking about willow what who's talking about willow nobody's talking about you know what you, you don't have your own show in chat all right stay on our show okay stay on our show stay on our topics okay uh so willow willow got lied to harmony lies harmony lies harmony lies harmony lies harmony just cannot admit to willow that she's not actually her mother drama 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 it's okay well, well i i guess well this is the reason why with harmony's doing this Harmony, Harmony sees that she's making some headway with her relationship with her daughter. She's being let back in. She's going to possibly have the opportunity to be her real mother again and be a real grandmother to Wiley. And she just couldn't bring herself to tell the truth because if she knew that she did, that that would negate all the headway they've made in their relationship. And she might be, you know, making yeah. about taking about 300 steps back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. And that's the reason why she lied. Is it the right thing to do? Absolutely no. not. I yell at the screen every single day. All your problems would be gone if you would just tell the truth. Right. Well, 
Well, then we wouldn't have half the storylines we have. There would not be a soap opera to watch if people just told each other the truth all day long. People just told the truth. Because it's it's not very soapy to be like, hey, by the way, I'm not really your mom. Oh, really? Well, that answers a lot of questions as to why I don't really relate to you. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Thanks for telling me, Harmony. We'll take care later. Goodbye. That's not very dramatic and interesting, is it? No. But I'm going to lie. I'm going to get you your birth certificate and buy another forgery. And then the forgery is not going to work because the forgery sucks this time mm-hmm. and then it's going to be like why'd you get me a forged birth certificate <laughs> you're not really my daughter drama bum, 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 yeah bum, bum, and they're gonna have to you're gonna have to and because she's gonna get this this for her that's gonna min fences even a little bit more between them and the monica are like min- hey this is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna min the fences a little bit more between harmony and willow and then Snow White's gonna be oh. devastated. How dare you lie to me? Oh. You didn't out. tell me the truth. Everybody doesn't tell me the truth anymore. I wonder why that is. Is it because mm-hmm. I expect too much from people? Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I look forward to all that stuff going on. I look forward to it. All right, Dolores, you're going to cause some drama by by telling the truth. You tell me the truth, okay, Dolores? You tell me the truth right now. (laughs) Please don't tell me the truth. (laughs) Nina doesn't deserve a daughter. Maybe not. I don't know. I I have this love-hate relationship with Nina, okay? Because I'm starting to believe you guys. I'm starting to come around to understanding that Nina was not making great choices in Nixon Falls, okay? All right. I'll give that to you. I'll give that to you. However, but she is more in Sonny's corner than Carly is when it comes to this, like, caring about his health and making choices. You are going to have to put this day down in history because I'm going to have to say something decent about Nina. No way. Yes way. She showed showed me something decent on Thursday and Friday. She really did. Sonny, we yes. can't do this. Not while you're drinking and your pills are all messed up. Because she is putting a little, she is just telling him some truth about mixing his meds, mm-hmm. about the alcohol, about all of it, about him, you know, always writing to be up next to her when he's drunk, calling her when he's drunk. You wouldn't have called me if you weren't drunk. Kizzy would have definitely would have called you because I've called you I guess I never called you when I'm not drunk, huh? <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Sorry about that. Exactly. I'm just trying real hard to get this DUI. Alright, I need this on my record. I know you're gonna get a DUI if you keep trying to act like a fool, isn't But uh... yeah, I think I I did I did even think that on um, when when that scene was going on, I was like Damn it, I'm gonna have to say something good about Nina. Shoot, and you know, it's just and, and and listen. Um, when it comes down to it, when he when he when he cleans himself up, when he's starting to feel better about himself and about life, and he's back on his regiment and everything's moving smoothly again, and he's able to think more clearly, he's gonna be able to take a look at it and go, Carly turned around and started banging Drew immediately. Like they just started, they just started boning in my bed. Don and Avery can hear it. <laughs> Nina was there for me. Nina, Nina got me off the, got me off the, got me off the, the drink. I don't want to throw highball glasses anymore. And she, and she had an opportunity to jump back in the sack with him, and she didn't do it. 
She and he, he was hungover, mm-hmm. but he wasn't wasted. No, no, no. What, what, come on, it's still sunny we're talking about, all right? Anytime he's a little bit sad, he needs to go stick it in someone, all right? Doesn't matter. Wife, neighbor, worst enemy, it doesn't matter. I'm a little bit sad right now. I need to go bone somebody. Damn, Matt, you're dirty. It's the truth, though. I mean, it's what I do. It's, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh so gosh! Dirty, <laughs> so this med stuff, uh, Ashandra, this med stuff is interesting right now because he's on his meds, and so so he stopped taking his meds for whatever weird reason he did before because mental illness is difficult and sometimes you make poor children poor choices so he mm-hmm. got off of his meds and then he got back on his meds but your meds take some time to build back up to that level that you need to actually be effective and while you are drinking while that is happening the effect doesn't work properly and you get even more weirdly confused than you were before so carly can see that sunny is picking up his medication what Carly cannot see is is him going to Charlie's every night and getting drunk wasted every night, well, which is affecting how his medication works. Sure. And and Sonny has always been a scotch drinker, but he's never been a drunk, slurring his words drunk. You know, that hasn't been the past. That's not been what they portrayed for Sonny before. He gets mad. He drinks scotch. He throws his highball glass. Yeah. But, you know, he doesn't get sloppy drunk. But he has been recently. He has been recently. It's a bad combination because he can drink in solitude at home alone, mm-hmm. which is not a good thing. Mm-mm. And then he can go to Charlie's and drink under drink himself underneath the table for free because he owns the place. That's a bad combination. Yeah. You can drink in public for free. And you can drink nonstop in solitude with no one there to say anything to you. That's a bad combo. Hey, uh, Phyllis yeah. isn't here today. Hey, just give me the whole bottle. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> I, I know it's not true, I'm, but the actor that was playing the young man behind the bar at Charlie's mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. the past couple of days, I thought at first maybe that was Maurice's son. He has a similar look to Maurice's son. Maybe it is. I never but really I'm did sure, any research. I'm sure it would have been all over Twitter if that was really his son behind the I, bar. I, but he kind of looked like uh, Maurice's uh, people, actual child. People barely mentioned Helena Matson being on the show. Barely mentioned it, but they, they, the young man behind the bar did kind of look like most kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, but you know, Sasha has been off this week, but Sasha's been on this week as well, being played by Helena Matson, which is uh, Sophia's sister. Barely yes. a mention on Twitter, so I don't know how 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 much uh, Sonny Corinthos's real life son being the bartender uh, would would have done anything. Uh, he gets wasted when Phyllis is there. True, because he go there goes there for advice. No advice is to be found, so he finds it at the bottom of a glass. Yes. Uh, Nina is a side piece. Maybe. I mean, it's sort of weirdly yes and no at the same time because she's a side piece that is quickly moving up in the rank. Um, yes. I mean, right now, Carly's not available, so Sunny is leaning on Nina. When Carly completely becomes unavailable, it's only going to be Nina, which doesn't make her the side piece, but the prime piece. Uh, yeah. And then someone else becomes the side piece. I think we are going to see a relationship with with uh, Nina and Sunny, like a real relationship. I mm-hmm. think we're going to see that. I don't think it will last forever, but I think we are going to see it for sure, for sure. And I'm probably never going to be a fan of Sunny and Nina together. But like I said earlier, she's forced me to say something decent about her this week, at least. This week, we'll see this how she ruins least. that for you next week. 
<laughs> uh, Dolores says it's probably not his son, but he does look like him, the bartender. And then Love Lissa uh, with coming in with with what seems like legitimate information. I haven't been able to double check this. I haven't been able to verify it, so I'm going to assume that it's correct. And I always think that's the safest thing when it comes to new information. It's just to assume it's right. Uh, sarcasm, by the way, that's not the way to go. Um, <laughs> um, she believes that it's Willow's real life boyfriend. He's done a few extra spots on the show. Now, we had a wonderful opportunity last week to talk about one of someone that started off as an extra on GH and then became a named character and is on every time you see her at the Savoy. And then is Juanita Arlandria Lenier, which we had a wonderful time talking to about last time. So, hey, hey, check that out if you haven't already. Haven't already. Did you know that we've been doing this for an hour and 23 minutes and it's time to get on the elevator and get the heck out of here? My gosh, how does this time go by so quick? Because we have so much fun talking about General Hospital. And instead of having oh. a fun little rompy hour, we have right. a fun little rompy right. hour and a half. What's up? All right, let's talk about one more thing All quick, right, I'm okay? Ready. I'm ready. One more thing. Yeah. Okay. I thought those scenes with Maxie, with Chase and Brooklyn over mm -hmm. at Jax's old house. Yeah. Coming to get the so baby. Great. So great. Oh, so good. So good. And and deciding to change your name to Bailey Louise. Yes. And just just giving Brooklyn, you know, just softening the blow blow to Brooklyn of losing that baby. She's not really gonna lose her. She's she's gonna be Mama Brooklyn. Mama Brooklyn. I just loved everything about that. Yeah. Yes. I loved everything about that. And I think that. General Hospital's done a slow turn of Brooklyn. She's no longer going to be that self-centered, crappy no. young woman. No, this was this was the evolution of Brooklyn Quarterman. This was absolutely she she turning into Lila. Holy <laughs> smoke! So so I I really 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 loved the lines that they put in the mouths of Ned and and Brooklyn during that, where Ned was like, "No, I'm going to stick around. I'm going to be here for this." And Brooklyn was mm -hmm. like, "But what if you fall apart, Dad?" saying but dad i'm gonna fall apart and i don't want you to see me do that right <laughs> and then he goes you know what if i do fall apart we're just gonna pick up the pieces and move on like we always do meaning listen when you fall apart later it's gonna be okay i'm gonna be here for you baby we're gonna put everything together and move on with our lives and it's gonna be okay um yes the unbreakable bond now that exists between brooklyn and maxi is hopefully something that's going to stick around and be interesting um I hope that Brooklyn still has smiles and happiness for her coming forward. And the next story isn't going to be her being so sad that she falls into Chase's arms to have her own baby or something. You know, I don't think that'd be very fun. No, but Brooklyn and Chase can have themselves a big old love scene next oh week. Oh my because... goodness gracious. He was eating her face, mother. Yeah, they like each other <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know how they're gonna drown they're gonna drown their sorrows on a on a bearskin run in front of that fireplace. <laughs> With some classic <laughs> GH saxophone music playing over it. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I did want to mention that because man, those scenes were so good and so just just so good. And you I, I cried. You cried. Actually. Huh? I actually cried. Yeah, because I just thought it was so sweet and so just so fitting. And, you know, Maxie in the past hasn't been the most uh, uh, empathetic person to everybody in the past. And Brooklyn's always just been, it's all about Brooklyn in the past. 
and uh, just just the the dimensions they showed these two young women and the the real friendship. I mean, if they don't wake up Lulu, it's okay because Maxie got her new BFF. Yeah, new BFF. Right? <laughs> uh, I am all for them waking up L- Lulu, though. Uh, I want them to wake up Lulu and have Julie Berman's face, but uh, I'm all for them waking up Lulu. Baby, baby. I just, I just, I just liked it so good. I just liked yeah. it. But I don't think I'm going to be able to not call her Wheezy Face on because it's so fun. It's so fun. I mean, maybe when she gets older, she's, you know, I'm going to lead in. I'm going to lead into my daddy's DNA. Mommy, mm-hmm. who should I call you, Maxie? Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Baby Bailey has so many who love her. She's the next generation Robin. Maybe, maybe. We just need Max Scorpio oh. to actually raise her. Yeah, Baby <laughs> Bailey. So I love this little bit. Ba- it's probably twins playing Bailey. Uh, I love this little Bailey, the little actress. Bailey. My goodness. How can you be a good actress and be six months old? She's not looking up at the boom. Yeah. Yeah. She's not doing that. Yeah, like she's looking at people, do. pulling people's hair, instead, people. like trying to pull Maxie's hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's engaged in people. Yeah. In a, in a, in a film set situation. Th- that's that's to be priceless, six months right? Old and be, it's amazing. Priceless, she's, she's priceless, awesome. priceless. You know, you know, my, let, let, I gotta, I gotta cover, cover the chat with my hand while we talk about the chat with the chat listening to us. Okay, is this gonna be super fun? <laughs> you know what's interesting okay. the most about in, in implementing the chat to this, to this, to this podcast format that we've had, guys. We've been doing this podcast for almost two years, or over two years, or almost two years. We're almost in the third season or whatever in April. April, April eighth was our first show. Right, April 8th of two thousand twenty. I think it was. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. if you're brand new to this, go on to podcast apps and look up the 10th floor um, and you're going to find years and years of, of podcasts that we have cut. So do that if you haven't. Um, I think we missed, did we, we missed one week, right? We uh, skipped a week one time. Yeah, there was one week, but every other time we've had something to put up, even if it's yeah. just a, a, a true Hollywood That's, 103. That's about a hundred shows, guys. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I think we're in the 90s right now. Anyway, I wanted to talk about introducing the chat because the chat has so many opinions and they're so wildly varied and different from one another, one another that it is one of the most interesting things about doing this hour and a half now with you, Ma, because we've got people who love Robin and also I can't stand Robin. We've got people who love Nina and can't stand Nina. And it is just a wild difference of opinion when it comes to people who are watching the exact same show. And I, I it's it's so unique to soap operas and it's so unique to soap fans because generally speaking, when I talk to people about shows that we enjoy, we enjoy them for the same things and the same characters and such. We get the same mm-hmm. thing out of it that that mm-hmm. our friends do, but not in soaps. They love not Anna and Robert. They hate Robin. They love Peter. They hate Peter. They watch for Carly. They fast forward Carly. It is just so interesting. It to me, awesome. it's so interesting. I, I I had the chat up one week. I found it so distracting. It was hard for me. I get you. I get you. But you got to see what it was like for me. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm so glad y'all are in there. I'm glad listening yeah. and participating. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. The elevator is getting heavy, but I'm happy. 
<laughs> We're still far away from the capacity, so keep on coming, folks. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. Loveless has given us more detail as to why she hates Robin. Here we go. I, I love it. You guys are just as part of the show as we are now. I started my Robin dislike immediately after she sold out Michael's paternity because she was jealous. Then she became sanctimonious. Hmm. It's true. Hmm. It's true. But, you know, I think Robin is kind of like, I don't know, most human beings are capable of crappiness. Now, this was a long time ago. Michael's paternity because she was jealous. So this was this was 1996 when Jason was raising yeah. Michael. Yeah, when he was a baby. Yeah, when he was a baby. I remember that. I remember Jason and Robin in the penthouse with baby Michael. And AJ was the dad, but AJ didn't know. And that's when he first started reading a Michael in a book about Africa and geography. Sure. <laughs> oh goodness! Hey, you know, yeah, was, I don't know. Robin is do just the most powerful that. character. What's up? It. I do enjoy it. I enjoy all of it. It's it's a good show. It's a good show. Listen, folks, if you're not watching General Hospital and liking it, find a way to like it. <laughs> Find That's my advice. Like. Find something find. that you like and lean into that. Um, and try to try your best to find something to like in what you don't like. I think that's going to be a fun experiment. Instead of immediately giving up on something because you just go, oh. <laughs> like, give it a moment. You know, find something in it. Whether it's the makeup, the costumes, the performance, a particular actor in the story that you don't like. A particular beat of the story that you do like within the story that you don't like. Like Marshall. Marshall had that same conversation a million times with, with Curtis. But what I enjoy about Marshall is the actor who plays Marshall. I like his rhythm. I like his voice. I like his interpretation. I like the mystery, but like the charm that exists within Marshall. He got some coolness, doesn't he? He's got, yes, he's got some Billy D. Williams coolness. Yes, he does. <laughs> and he I, I like it. I want to see more of it. <laughs> Kind of made me laugh this week, though, is you know they showed him there at the at the boxing place, right? He's just out of breath the whole time, right? And he's so winded, yeah. he's kind of like fatigued, and he's tired, yeah. right? Yeah. But he whooped that Joey Novak no problem out in the cold. Well, maybe there was no problem. Maybe there wasn't a problem. <laughs> maybe he was very, very out of breath afterward. What we didn't see was the twenty-five minutes afterward of him going. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, Lissa, you know, um, enjoying complaining is also a very valid way of getting through things that you that you like. Um, I've 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 done my share of complaining throughout my entire life, and I'm sure my mother can tell you that yes, that is a fact. I've done my share of whining. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. Honestly, there are things that that I don't that I don't think are great about the show. What I don't do is just talk about it on the podcast because you know I'm here to to build it up and have a great time with you guys, not sit here and just poop on the show that we're all watching every week. That's that's not fun for me. Um, but it's 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 cool for 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 people to not like things. I just want to make sure that that's okay. That everybody understands that. <laughs> Matthew, you know, you know, you guys. <clears throat> Matthew is a typical middle child. He wants to get everybody to be happy. He wants to smooth things over. I do, I do, I do. I want y'all to enjoy the show. You know, that's all. That's he's all. a middle kid. That's all. He got one older than him, like three and a half years. One <laughs> younger than him, almost five years. He just wants everybody to be cool. Marshall Together. is related to Lewis Gossett Jr. According to Chandra. For real? That's what she says. Huh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
All I know, Lou Gossett Jr., he was on a couple episodes of Stargate SG-1. That's all I know about that guy. Uh, Didn't he play a principal, a badass principal one time? Uh, maybe. Um, I know Morgan Freeman did. Um, lean yeah. on me when you're not strong and I'll be your friend. Are we, are we shedding viewers or everybody still watching us? I think he was <laughs> an officer, an officer, and a gentleman, too. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Gossett Jr. I think he made Richard Gere like jump up and GH down. GH Love. And I adore Liesl and Austin's shenanigans. Gosh, you know, Roger Howarth is just amazing man, and I, I just I just enjoy him so much. <laughs> I'll tell you what I would do if I was Roger. I would tell General Hospital, you better pick another flip photo of me because I look like crap in that one. Oh Hello. my goodness. All right. Well, on that fantastic positive <laughs> note, see, see, nothing but positivity here on the 10th floor. <laughs> Uh, all right, you know, let me go through this. Uh, people have been telling us how long they've been watching GA. Chandra's been watching since she was nine or ten. Shikarius has been watching since he was she, he was three or four. People have been watching this show for decades and decades and decades upon decades. And I really hope that we can get some fresh fans in here to continue to watch it for decades and decades and decades. Because I love okay. myself some GH and I want to watch it until I'm 80. Okay, that's what I want. So, Yeah, I want to watch it too right so we all want to be just 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 blue-haired old women just out there just man just i love myself some of these posters just i've been watching since monica quartermain was on the show and just you know now she's not of course but i just i just love her so much and um we're getting on the elevator and leaving now so goodbye <laughs> yeah, we ought to get on the elevator, huh? Oh, okay, the uh, uh, Robert Gossett plays um, plays uh, plays Marshall. So I don't know. I'll look up uh, the the relation there. Um, but folks, we're getting oh, out cool. here. We're getting out here. We stopped talking about GH a while ago. We just been riffing and being weird. That's what we do at the end of the thing. And you'll be able to explore that on our podcast on the podcast uh, the apps. You know, Apple Podcasts and Google Play and all that. So all that. So so yeah, you just listen to us for the next week, just nonstop. So do that. Have fun doing that. Have fun doing that. Ethel started watching in 1963 when she was in the sixth grade. Yes, the beginning. Oh she got to see the gosh. pretty girls. You want to be a pretty girl again, don't you? A pretty girl. A pretty girl. You want to get over this and be a pretty girl again, don't you? I'm a doctor and I'm going to make you pretty again. I'm Dr. Hardy and you need to be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Uh, but, you know, normal back then, though. Uh, yes, very more normal back then. Uh, Loveless, uh, we should call ourselves in chat the 10th floor janitorial staff. Yes, please sweep up our mess for us, please, as we just <laughs> vomit whatever comes across our brains all across the floor here on the 10th floor. And you guys are there to clean it up for us and tell us when we're right, wrong, or otherwise. So I'm good for that. Okay. I'm leaving. I'm going. I don't know if you're going to stay, Ma. Are you going to stay? Because I'm going to go. No, I got to go, too. All right. We're getting back on this elevator. We're going to go back down to the first floor. Okay, we're getting out of the hospital through the sliding double doors in the front. That's how you know you're on the first floor is because they incorporate the front door onto the set behind the nurse's station. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, uh, but I have. We're going to go into the parking garage where Victor Cassidyne is just so hot. I don't know what to do about it other than to just <laughs> let my... Let my my collar out. Someone just oh, it's so hot! It's so hot. Only the only the castines recognize how hot it is. Me and Spencer are the only ones that are going to talk about it. It's so hot. We're gonna get in the cars. We're gonna get the heck out of here. So go spend some time with your families. I've been Matt. I've been Cat. And we'll catch you right here next time on the tenth. <laughs>